What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 112 of the Ridge Hunter Outdoors podcast. Still sounds weird to say that we're over 100. We're going to talk about the ATA show this week. If you guys listened last week, I told you that we were going to be at that show. If we got to meet you there, that's awesome. We did meet a lot of cool people there. We'll talk about that and some stuff that we saw that we liked. And I'm sure we'll go several different directions with that. But before we get into it, we got Nate and Blake in here tonight, too. Before we get into that, don't forget about our partners for the podcast. One of those is Rodney Hawkins. If you guys are looking for a piece of ground to manage your hunt, even if you have a piece of ground that you're wanting to get on the market, or maybe you're just starting the process of looking for something that you can call your own, Rodney's the guy to talk to. He grew up in our area hunting and fishing, and he's now putting that love for the outdoors into selling recreational properties as a land specialist with Midwest Farm and Land. Midwest Farm and Land, while they do residential properties as well, and it seems like they're doing a little bit more of those all the time, they're still mostly focused on recreational stuff. So farm ground, uh, they're looking at hunting ground as well. That kind of stuff is their main focus. They sold over $85 million of recreational property alone in 2022. They've got agents like Rodney all over the state, so they're really a local. They have more local feel, but they have a national reach too. For more info on them, anything that might be available or getting your property listed, you can call Rodney directly at 618-925-3153, and he'll get you taken care of. He's also got his own company called RG Outdoors. He's got products from Radix Hunting. He has Tacticam trail cameras and Camo Dust, which is an all-natural scent elimination product. I know he's working on some new stuff as well, so if you want to keep up with that, if you want are interested in anything they do have, you can send him a message and follow him. On their Facebook page, RG Outdoors, you can email them at rgoutdoors at yahoo.com. Or again, just call Rodney directly at 618-925-3153. Our other partner for the show, our longest standing partner, is Grandpa Ray Outdoors. So if you guys haven't listened to the podcast, maybe you don't know about them. If you're in the food plotting game, though, you should. They've got some of the best seed on the market. They specialize in providing the best nutrition for your white deer on your property, starting with the soil. They have over 14 different blends to choose from, maybe more than that now. Uh, if you So no matter what you're looking for, you're not going to have trouble finding it, whether that be grains or brassica blends, whether it be spring blends, anything like that. When it comes to food plotting, they've pretty much got it. They also have soil test kits as well, liquid fertilizer. They have screening blends, all that kind of stuff to help you get the most out of your property and out of the get the most nutrition for your deer. They're not just about their products, though. They're going to answer any questions you have about what blends would be best for your specific property. That way you can achieve the best results possible. We talked to so many people this week, this weekend, that were talking about how customer service is almost the most important thing to them when it comes to products because there's a lot of things out there. One thing might be just as good as another, but when you pick up the phone and call, are you getting a machine or are you getting a person to talk to? With Grandpa Ray Outdoors, you're not only getting some of the best seed on the market, but you're also going to have a person to talk to if you pick up the phone and call them, if you send them a message through an email, and it's knowledgeable too. John up there has been in the business since 1991, so any questions you have, he's going to know the answer to, and if not, he'll be able to find it for you. So if you guys are interested in checking them out, go to GrandpaRayOutdoors.com. You can use the discount code Podcast. that's all lowercase, no space, and you get 5% off your order. We're also a dealer for them as well, so if you want to save some money on shipping, send me a message. Uh, just stop by the shop and see me. I can get you guys some stuff ordered up. If you want to follow us on social media, we're Rich Hunter Outdoors. That's on Facebook and Instagram. We do have a Facebook group called RHO Podcast Patrons. I'm thinking about changing that name. I mentioned it last week. Forgot to mention it to you guys. We think about Rich Hunter Nation. <coughs> That's good. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to change the name of that. We'll be, it'll be Rich Hunter Nation at some point after this podcast airs. Uh, but all you have to do is search that group on Facebook, answer a couple questions. I'm running a giveaway in there through Friday. So all you have to do is like the post and invite a couple people, and you'll be entered for that. So make sure you head over to the Facebook group and check that out. Our website is richhunteroutdoors.com. We have apparel on there. We're going to have some new apparel coming soon. We'll have some Fall Pursuit stuff. We have the Ridge Hunter Podcast stuff on there as well. We have our scents. I'll have our, our food plot blend in stock here coming up as it gets closer to frost seeding season. Any of that stuff that you see, if you want to try it, use the discount code RHOPOD, all caps, no space. You get 10% off there. Also, all the podcasts can be found on our website as well and a little bit more content on there. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else that lets you do it, leave us a review. 
Follow us. That helps us out a bunch on our YouTube channel. It's Ridge Hunter Outdoors. That's where you're going to find the Fall Pursuit show that we did this year. The 10th episode is in the works now. I'm working on uh, getting that edited, and then it'll be posted as soon as I get it done. But you're also going to find our off-season content that we'll do on there. We're maybe going to do some spring stuff, uh, turkey hunting stuff, if we can get together on that. I'm looking forward to maybe doing some of that. So that's all on our YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. And I think that's all I got for you on that side of it. So let's get into episode number 112. This is the Rich Hunter Outdoors podcast. Okay, so we're going to have to dub this something different than ATA review because that's already been taken. (laughs) <laughs> by the guys down the road. And if they're listening, they'll know who they are. <laughs> but that's essentially what we're going to be doing is uh, just kind of talking about. We went up there, over there, I guess. wasn't even up there. Mm-hmm. Basically in our backyard this year over in St. Louis. First year ever for St. Louis, I think. Yes, it's back in Indianapolis next year. So I hope for the city of St. Louis, which if I have a – if I had to live in a big city, I'd probably live in St. Louis or somewhere close just because I did for a while and – I like the city. So I hope for the city of St. Louis that they'll have it back again sometime. I think it was a good venue for it. I thought they did a really good job with it. Um, everything seemed to run pretty smoothly, aside from the one chick that yelled the, at us about. The one sec- or the security lady was not happy. Yeah, but me. that was CSC events that staffed her, so it wasn't even really the the And they, the didn't, even, they didn't have the big door up when we backed in, you know? That's, yeah. Like, if the big door would have been up. Yeah. No, this was before that. Oh, wait, oh yeah. She's, yeah, she's getting angry. What? Yeah, the show might have not quite been over yet, but we were just going out and in a door, and she, like, hollered. I mean, she Very yelled. angrily. Yeah, I just grabbed the pallet, or the cart that I had and walked in, and him and Clifford's boy turned and walked all the way out around. I came back to open the door for you guys, but you are already down the block, because she left. Yeah, it was mm. dumb. But she was having a fit because we'd opened that door and closed it. Mm-hmm. But she's with CSC, so they are they do event staffing, so it's mm-hmm. kind of like a third-party deal, like mm-hmm. subcontracting, basically. Actually, when I was in college on a baseball team, we did that for fundraising. They had, like, moonlight ramble bike rides, and it was, like, midnight. We're that out there. That sounds and, horrible. It runs. It's like freaking December at midnight on Shoto Avenue in St. Louis. and some Sounds like a place I don't want to be. No, you don't. I don't think I was feeling it. <laughs> but what they would do is the baseball coach would volunteer us to go help. They would mm-hmm. pay f- for our hours, and then that money would go. That would be like our fundraiser for the baseball team. You were being pimped out. Yeah, ex- that's exactly <laughs> what we were. In some neighborhoods that I was not the only one being pimped out. <laughs> I might have been. <laughs> You're not the one with getting the happy end. <laughs> no. <laughs> I might have been the least attractive one getting pimped out. But <laughs> Yeah, that's anyway. She was a CSC employee, so she wasn't even part mm. of the venue, but mm-hmm. she kind of like a mall cop at that point. But I did think, aside from that, it it was a good venue for the event. Everything was pretty smooth. Um, I thought it would be. They have the dome. If for some reason it did get bigger again, if mm-hmm. it grew, that they could use the dome too. Mm-hmm. So, but it, again, in our backyard. So we went over there. We helped out our friends at Radix Hunting who. We're going to be working with this year. Uh, they're one of the new partners that I talked about a little bit last year and just never said who because nothing, I mean, it's still not technically official, but it's all but that way. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be working with them. That's why we went over there and helped them in their booth. If you guys don't know, they're the ones that have the soft-sided blinds we talk about all the time. Rodney mm-hmm. carries those. They've got stands that we use this year, which we mm-hmm. talked about a little bit. And they have hard-sided blinds too, which are sweet. They've mm-hmm. got cameras mm-hmm. that we were running this year. Me and Nate mm-hmm. ran. you got a couple of them now. Yep, to run for next year that I was more than happy with the cameras. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he's got... He's also had a uh, five-hub pop-up blind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which was that, a slick pop-up blind, yep, too. that was new. Um, somewhat uh, catered and specialized for, like, bow hunting turkeys. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, all around, uh, very solid. Mm-hmm. You know, 180-degree adjustable uh, window. And then, like, your... Uh, the windows on the other two sides, you know, uh, they were they were adjustable as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had like the see-through, almost one way, mostly mm-hmm. one way, where yeah. you could have 
you could either have it completely dark <coughs> or you could raise up one deal on it and then you could see through it from the inside. Yeah. Without yeah. stuff seeing in it from the out. Yeah. And all, all that was on like silent slide. Um, mm-hmm. And little hooks. Yep. Like silent slide. That whole blind was a slick setup. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, and cheaper than a double bull. Yeah. Yeah, considerably. Um, I, I, don't know, I hadn't been in a pop-up blind for a, a very long time. But yeah. that was the slickest one I've ever been in. Yeah, I had that one, which is a fairly... It wasn't the cheapest, but it was kind of probably middle of the road that I was using there at the cabin when I first oh, started yeah. the new plot. And it yeah. is, I mean, didn't hold a candle, the one Clifford's got now. Mm-hmm. but And and this was heavy material, too. Oh, yeah. But yeah, this was, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't a, a Walmart right. grocery bag, you know, that, <laughs> yeah. that some of them are. And it was pop-up, like, in every meaning of the word. Because mm-hmm. you could set that thing up and tear it down and throw it in a little bag. Yeah, that one guy had it no tore down in a all. minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's new coming up. So keep be on the lookout for that. But we'll tell you more about that as we go along, too. Because like I said, we'll be working with him some more. Excited about that. Because mm-hmm. all the stuff that we've used from him so far has been mm-hmm. excellent. Great quality. Yep. Yeah. Stuff that uh, we can't do anything with here. In our fine state, he's got some uh, supposedly bomb-proof feeders. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of guys excited about his feeders that he's got mm-hmm. uh, on guys that can run those things. Mm-hmm. And then he had the Exodar scooters. Yeah. Uh, and those things were incredible as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, uh, I don't think that's anything we can afford. <laughs> right. But doggone, if you could afford, if I could afford one, I'd have one. Yeah, it's a, we talked about it a lot. It's a good, <coughs> it's a good middle ground between, like if you, if you don't want a bike, you know, if you want to be on four wheels, mm-hmm. maybe for whatever reason, like especially older, you're worried about maybe falling off one or you just don't want to swing your leg up over a bike, or if you just are more comfortable having four wheels underneath mm-hmm. you, <clears throat> it still had to, that kind of bike-style seat, but comfortable to sit on. So if you want to be above that, but at the same time you don't want to spend the money on like a electric side-by-side or a four-wheeler or a side-by-side, you know, and you do still want to be electric, I think that's a really good option for that. So he's got those as well. But can you imagine going like thirty-five miles an hour on that thing? Unreal. (laughs) No, I would not want to. Be fun (laughs) on certain terrain. I would not want to. No, (laughs) and like completely quiet. All you're hearing is your is your tires. The tires. Yep. Yep. Which they do have some fairly knobby tires on them, so I bet they'd make Mm -hmm. a little noise on the road. Yep. But yeah, we'll talk. We'll be talking. We'd be, we'd be chasing coyotes around. All that's those right. <laughs> we'll be talking quite a bit more about their stuff and letting you guys in on on some of that. We'll do price and videos and stuff as well. So, but that's how he's who got us in the doors. So we can't say thanks enough to Clifford for yes. You know, we went over there, and he let, got us passes to get in. Of course, we helped him in the booth, but he was generous letting us walk around and see stuff too, and got and to make to some, some connections. People. So yeah, for sure, we got some new stuff in the works coming up as well, which is exciting. For not only us, but you guys, the listeners too, because hopefully we'll be able to bring them some value also out of these partnerships. Mm-hmm. And it's stuff that either we have used, just like the the partners we have now, it's it's stuff or services that we've used and already like and already know it's legit or at least have been around it or know people who love the products and and use them. So... I'm excited about that. That was a big thing coming out of the weekend just for us as a on Ridge Hunter, you know, from our standpoint. I think that'll be hugely beneficial to us moving forwards. But yeah, it was it was a cool show. It was a good weekend. One of my favorite moments from the weekend, I'm sure it was this guy's too, was uh Michael Waddell got to meet Nate Burgess. So oh, I think man. that was probably a pretty cool moment for him. Didn't he post about that on Facebook? I think he did. He said something about You look it. like a stale cracker in that picture though. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, uh, you had your wig on or something. I don't know. So he he was walking by, and I I don't know I I seen on his show a couple of weeks ago where he said something about uh, they killed a buck. He killed a buck the first day. Yeah, like first like, first morning yeah, or something. like he immediately killed a buck. And him and Nick Munt were sitting there, and this is on their TV show, you know. And he's like, "Man, it's over so fast, you know. I wish I wish I could just go out there and get another one." And uh, I think Nick something like Nick said something like, ah, you know, it's against the rules. You got to stop at one. And Michael's like, yeah. I had to call Chris Brackett. I had to ask him. And he said, yeah, <laughs> yeah. man. I think you can only kill one. <laughs> yeah. 
So as he was walking by, I was like, hey, Michael, I really like that. <laughs> and he laughed great big. He said, did you like that? Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway, that was uh, that was a cool moment for Michael, for sure. <laughs> Just one over the limit. I mean, uh, nothing too bad. If he only knew who he was shaking hands with. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. That was <laughs> that was entertaining for me. But also, we were walking the, through there when they had the big line for the Buck Commander guys and Luke Bryan and Jason Aldean. Some other singer that I'm not sure I'd heard of. Oh, yeah, Tyler Farr. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he was in there. Uh, maybe I have heard of him. Yeah. What's he sing? A guy walks into a bar. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. I'm with you. Apologies to Tyler for that. I I know who you are. Matt, <laughs> he, he meant all the respect in the world to you. Yeah. <laughs> I meant that as respectful as possible. But they had a big line, of course, of people waiting to see them and get their picture with them and have a autograph of a magazine or something they had out there. We were walking through and... I thought maybe they thought they'd heard Jeff Fry was there or something. He was, <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were lining up to see him. Of course, we were walking through there, and I yelled to Great Big and pointed at Nate. I said, he's right here. I don't know, five or six of them turned oh their head Great gosh. Big. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's fun, though. We got to see, like you said, we got to see several people that you got to talk to a couple of guys that you wanted to talk to. Yep. So that was cool. Like pretty much anybody that's anybody at all is going to be there, mm-hmm. at least at some point. Yeah, and it's, uh, of course, we don't get to talk to everybody, but it's nice that the ones you do get to talk to, mm-hmm. no one, like, seeing that the ones that are legit, like, good dudes. Mm-hmm. Great raised hunting guys. They, oh, yeah. They oh, yeah. walk by, stop for a second. Of course, they knew uh, David and Steve <coughs> were buddies, um, and that was in the booth with us, I mm-hmm. guess. They're buddies, so yeah. he stopped and talked about it. He Steve said the same thing, like, they're, those guys are great guys. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, we know Easton friend of the show yep mm-hmm. so it was yeah. it was cool to get to see them just to say hi and even like uh ethan stubbs because mm-hmm. easton was the same way like guys that we had on the podcast but i never actually met face to face so it was mm-hmm. cool to just be like oh hey you know mm-hmm. talk to you on the show a while yeah. back yeah and we stood there and talked to ethan for a long time 10 15 minutes and talked to easton for they had a meeting to go yeah. to shortly after but i don't know five five was, minutes or so we got to see good him talk. Mm-hmm. Got to see Cole Thompson from the Deer and Beer Fest. He was up there. Man, you, you saw him, right? Mm-hmm. You with me at that point? Yeah. Talked to him for a little bit about his elk hunt. We're going to have him back on to talk about that at some point, talk about the show. That's another thing. We got several guys that are coming on for guests, you know, coming up too. So this year will be good for that. We got some some names you'll recognize, some you won't that you should, just based on how knowledgeable they are in their, in their craft or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy from Rocky Mountain... I don't want to get it wrong. Oh, the guy that did Rocky that. Mountain Elk calls, yeah, or game calls, something like that. I'll get it right when he comes on. But they were they were cool guys. They were right behind our booth. Blake wanted a little tutorial on calling in elk, and little did he know he was asking a world champion elk caller. Mm-hmm. So you got to run down from him. That oh. was insane. How many had that guy called in and seen he, killed? He 200. called in two hundred bulls that have been shot. Man, yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah, it is. And then the other guy in the booth with him, we're gonna have him on at some point too. So, and he he's he, the one who had the picture on their yeah, banner of like, like a, it. I think he said three hundred seventy four. He's a giant. He's a giant elk. Yeah, man. Rocky from, Mountain hunting calls. Okay, Rocky Mountain hunting calls. So he was from Montana, correct? Uh, no. Or Wyoming. I, Wyoming, I thought. One of those up there was where he's from. He's gonna come on. He was a cool dude. So that'll be fun. We'll get to talk some elk hunting with him, some western stuff. Mm-hmm. How guys from. Out east, or back east, as they call it, can get out there and do some elk hunting. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Idaho. Okay. Idaho. Idaho. Yeah. And we got to talk to those guys about the whole wolf thing out in Colorado. All he said was, well, I feel bad for the people in Colorado. <laughs> he said, look at, just look at what the wolves have done out where he's at and Yellowstone and all that. But anyway, that's yeah. that's something maybe we'll talk to them about, too, when they come on. But Super cool dudes. Oh, yeah. We got to talk to a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... We got to try out some bows and some different stuff. We got to see a sweet new bow case from Flambeau mm-hmm. that they're coming out with. As far as shooting the bows, though, you got to shoot, well, basically your bow that you got in today. Yeah, uh, I, I shot the Prime. We shot a couple Primes. Mm-hmm. I snuck off and shot a Darton. Did you? Yeah. When did you do that? When you guys were busy. How was it? It was all right. Was it? I've never I, shot. I've never even held a Darton. I've never seen a Darton in the flesh. It's like a myth to me. 
They do exist. Mystical creature. They do exist. (laughs) I've never actually seen one. I'm still gonna stick to my bow I got today. Yeah. Yeah, I I shot that one too. It was sweet. And then I finally got to shoot Motex eighty pound bow, which was considerably better than I thought it was was going to be. We I think we talked about on the podcast before, like going up maybe going up to an eighty pound bow just well, it is a boat tech, so right. it's going to be good. Just because it, it's cool to shoot heavy arrows really fast. <laughs> <laughs> or light arrows super fast. Yeah, but I mean, I want a little bit of weight. I'm not talking like, you know, ranch fairy, but I'm also not throwing twigs at them. <laughs> working for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're not shooting twigs. 400? Yeah. 415? See, that's not bad. You're not shooting like 350. I wish I was. I, w- <laughs> I, yeah, I can go that low. I do like a little bit more weight. Kinetic energy is a balance, man. Yeah, but you're losing a lot of that kinetic energy just to get the thing going. Nah. Not if you're shooting 80 pounds. Yeah, you're still losing a bunch. <laughs> then I could shoot my 550 grain arrows and have probably as much kinetic energy as yours at 400. Yeah, but mine's going to get there a lot quicker. Yeah. A little quicker. I'll stick to speed. <laughs> we got the speed guy over here. So I, I we need to get PSE bows is what you're saying. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't they're, say that. They're not that bad, man. I like the one I had. It was a, I think it was a brute force. Hmm. That, that or sh- no, maybe it was a bow madness. I, I can't shot remember. that the Mach 34 last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought about getting it. I think the Levitate would be interesting. Mm-hmm. They're not bad. They're mm-hmm. smooth. It's been a long time since you shot one, ain't it? Yeah, but he wants a bow with 40-pound limbs. He's getting turned into a little weakling over here. Uh, I fought that bow. I, He's going to have a crossbow next year. Nah. <laughs> I fought that bow so much, that PS Evo or yeah, Dream X-Force, Season. Dream Season. I can't even remember what it was. If he hated it that much, you'd think he'd remember <coughs> it. Right? Yeah. I remembered it enough to know I never wanted another PSE again. <laughs> I I didn't need to remember the model. I kn- I know the brand name. Right. I don't want another one. I like them. Nah, I hated that. Book. What'd you say the other ones we shot were? I don't even remember. Primes or elites? Primes. Primes. They were okay. Elite wasn't there. I don't remember. I don't think. I didn't I see remember. any of theirs. PSE wasn't there. Matthews PSE was wasn't there. there. Were they? Yeah. Then it was it Hoyt. Hoyt wasn't Hoyt there. Hoyt and Matthews weren't there. Okay. Yeah. PSE was there. PSE was there. Hmm. I didn't. I should have went and shot one of their levitates just to shoot it. I didn't. I got to shoot my 80-pound bow. That's all I really wanted to see how bad it was. I did really like that prime. <coughs> oh, that was okay. It's all right. I just... The you grip guys know. I like the shorter AT, the shorter axle to axle, and they're all... The shortest one they got is 32. Right? Mm-hmm. There's, There's 32, 34, 36, 36. Which yeah. I'd be all about the 36. See, I like the... Like my assassin I got right now is 30, or just over 30. And I really like 30-inch bows. I don't... I shoot well with them, and I can get them around. I don't like lugging the whole thing around all the time. Especially if you're going to go out elk hunting. I don't care. I want to. Gonna, you want to carry a 36-inch bow around the mountains? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like an Indian. <laughs> yeah. I, I would. Yeah. I like that extra accuracy. Yeah. I shoot them that. I shoot them better. Mm. I always shot the shore bows better. Nah, they don't fit me. Yeah. I'm used to that, I guess. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> I was going to go there, but you beat me to the punch. <laughs> so that was cool. We got to shoot a couple new bows. I'd never shot a <clears throat> Prime mm-hmm. or an Elite for that matter. But I uh, like the Primes. It's just the grip doesn't agree with me. So They're a little blocky. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I, I do good. like them. If I was going to go one way or the other after shooting the, the PSE and even that Insanity, I would go blockier versus thinner. But, like, the handle on the newer Botex, like yours, which yours is almost borderline too thin for me, but I like it. Uh, and all the other bows, their other line, like the <clears throat> CP30, the 28s, and then the SSs, those handles I like. And the Assassin I got because it's, it's on the blockier side. It's not, like, pencil thin. You know what I mean? Mel's has a CP28. Um, That's two years ago model? Yeah. They have it on sale right now. Do they? Yeah. I would like to shoot one of those. It's up there. Because I like 30 inches of 28. <laughs> that intrigues <laughs> me. Especially for out west. You ever seen I think those, that would be awesome. You ever seen those like uh, those little bitty bows that like don't have a riser? 
That is not. That's too short for me. <laughs> TNT, RGS, yes. I think. They're all, they're all all the shows. I don't know if... Same wasn't there. I didn't see him. <clears throat> there was some kind of goofy little bow there, but yeah, it wasn't theirs. I've seen a whole bunch of people walking around with, like, pistol crossbows. Pistol thing. crossbows. I saw a guy <laughs> shoot one of those as we were walking behind him. It had more thump than I would have thought. Man, it's just not my speed. Man, not my that'd style. Be, that'd be fun to drive around and shoot coons and possums out of. It would be. <laughs> not out of the window. You would get out and you would walk onto property that you had permission to be on, and then you would shoot them. <laughs> I'm talking about if he's in Texas. Oh, okay. Well, I got you. I got you. <laughs> in that case, then, yeah, it would be a lot of fun. Anything goes down there, pretty much. That's what they say. We did get to meet uh, the guy from Texas, Leo, I think was his name. And Carlos. Carlos. Carlos was mixing drinks for (laughs) some guys in our booth. Apparently, he was good at it. But those guys were cool. They had a ranch down there. He might be coming on. Leo might be coming on at some point Mm -hmm. to talk about their outfit down there. It was interesting to talk to him. They've got, like, it's high fence. They've got, of course, they got white tails. And they have all the exotics too, mm-hmm. so I think that'll be interesting. Except to, for, uh, dang it, what's the one, the goat sheep thing? Oh, dad! Oh, dad! They all got out. One yeah, day they got out. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! The yeah. whole herd. He said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said that he told the neighbors, and they said, "Yeah, they're over here." And then they got over there, and then they all gone. They don't know where <laughs> they went. <laughs> Which I guess you'll see that out there. Yeah, down there is what I was told. He like they'll f- just be walking around. You can shoot them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, you can shoot them no matter what. Yep. Because they're an exotic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, he, it's he said crazy. A flood came through, there. and they found one little hole in the fence, and the whole herd was yeah, gone. They were gone. <laughs> that's what he said. He said they found it. Dude, I bet that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were ah shoot. They were uh, talking about like the high fence thing and all that, and like if you want to pay the money and go kill a high fence white tail, like whatever. I don't. It is what it is. The people that do that, I have a problem with, are the ones that like they fly in. They kick it out of a pin. Cookie deers. Yeah, they kick it out of a trailer towards this guy. He shoots it. He walks over and takes a picture with it, and he gets back on his airplane or helicopter and flies out. Like, those mm-hmm. guys, I don't think that's... I don't have any use for that. Yeah. And then the guys that will go in high fence, shoot a 200-inch deer, and then claim they did it fair chase. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing that, whatever, be my guest. Go shoot a white tail on a high fence. I'm sure it is a ton of fun because <laughs> you see all kinds of deer. If you got the money to do it, but I, like the ones that are dishonest about it, or what? What yeah. Jody call them? Cookie deer. Mm-hmm. Cookie he said deer. you feed them a cookie right before uh-huh. you shoot them. <laughs> yeah, it's just not yeah. my thing. You know, That's, yeah. I've got uh, like a bunch of videos on Facebook, uh, and it's these guys and like they're videoing them mm-hmm. bow hunting these things in a pen. You know, and like this thing's stumbling around, and it looks like he thinks his head is heavy because it is because <laughs> he's got like ten pounds of horns yeah, up there, right? He's staggering around, and he's, like, eating out of this bait pile, and he's just staring up in this tree looking at this guy, yeah. you know? like, And you can tell he's, like, 15 yards away, mm-hmm. and I bet the cameraman's like, holy smokes, I hope this guy kills this deer when he shoots at him, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. like can, you, can you imagine? Like, yeah. it's like a pet, you yeah. know? And then he's going to, like, shoot him in the guts or something, and, like, now what are you going to do? Right, shoot you him know? in the flank. Yeah, but, like, uh, the last one I saw, this deer comes stumbling in there, and, like, he shot the thing, and, like, it didn't even run away, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. it ran, like, 30 yards and is looking around. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so tame, he ain't, he ain't even trying to run. Something, something hurts him. Right. Yeah. yeah. Something bit he me. He stands there, and he looks around, and he finally falls over. And I was like, oh, my god. I don't even think I would get excited, though. I, something I like that. Like, don't know how you could. Yeah. Because, like mean, you it, said, you feed him a cookie, and then... Mm-hmm. It, but, again, not my thing. Mm-hmm. I mean... As long as you're not being a jerk about it, I'm not going to judge you too hard. But not my thing. I, I probably put you <laughs> slightly slightly below the guys that are using crossbows that don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kind of. We'll, we'll get a lot of flack for that one. What? I'm not going to say nothing. I did like that you said one of the first things you started to say to Easton was like, I really liked your guys' take on, and he was like, what? <laughs> he was like, there's so many. <laughs> uh, then you, I think it was the crossbow thing you told him, but yeah, he had a good point. Like, Because we started talking again about the gun season thing. and No matter what, or you said stance, I think is what you said. No matter what you take a stance on. You're going to get hate. A good portion of people are going to have 
talk into that thing. <laughs> a good portion of people are going to have the opposite opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a good portion of that portion is going to be just an absolute jerk about it. Mm-hmm. And, and and tell you about and it. And let you know. <laughs> yes. Because they can they have the inability to keep their opinion to themselves. Or they're they're safe behind that screen. That's a big part of it. They're not no one's smacking them in the mouth when they say something stupid like they would have <laughs> back in the day. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I probably could have got smacked a couple times. Yeah, you know how many times my mother popped me for saying stupid stuff? <laughs> I think that goes a long way too. Mm-hmm. And maybe if their mamas would have done it for them. Anyway. But yeah, he says any kind of topic you can think of that's going to cause any controversy. Oh yeah, have at it because it's going to be there. It's going to get views too, though. That's yeah. the thing. That's something else though that's different is like the people who do that and have like them like they have a legitimate a legitimate opinion on it and it's thought out and they have a reason for thinking the way they do and that's why they talk about it. It's not mm-hmm. like oh hey, if we talk about this we'll get views. Yeah, or, hey, they we have, talk about this we'll get down. They can you know back I mean? up the reasonings behind what they believe. Yeah, they're not just doing it because it's like a stirring the fat, stirring the pot. Right. Yeah, they're not yeah. just doing it for the the headline thing, mm-hmm. like you see in the news anymore. Like. You mm-hmm. get the headline, you get people to click on it, whether you believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Clickbait. Yeah, exactly. They're not about that. But there are plenty of people who are. Mm-hmm. Like, even with the controversial buck that was just shot, like, so many people jumped on that. You mm-hmm. know how many freaking reels and stuff I saw on that? Just people trying to get on the, the I don't know, the train while it was moving mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. of that thing. And like I, we talked about it a little bit, but I don't think they came. I thought they had come to conclusion, but I was wrong. But they haven't yet. Yeah. Now and like the guys from the Hunter podcast, they had him on. They're in a bad spot. They were. So then they came back and did another podcast about what they thought about it. Like I felt like they kind of had to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. they weren't doing it just because they, to be stirring the pot or because it was a yeah. hot topic. Like to get the views, they were just like we had this dude on talking about this deer that's in question. Yep. Probably should do another episode yeah. about it. Yeah. And hey, I haven't listened to that one. I didn't listen to the first one, but yeah. I haven't heard. Basically, uh, was it you telling me or did I? S- maybe I saw I've it. seen a reel where they're saying, like, uh, they had they think he wouldn't have, if he's, what, how they word it. They said if he's going to get all this publicity and go on stuff, he'd think he would would have done it correctly. Yeah. And they were. That feels like underestimating the stupidity of some people. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, for sure. The stupidity is going to... If you're dumb up. enough to poach it, you're dumb enough to talk about it. Yeah. Most of the time, you know? That's great. But That's great. <laughs> I Someone I saw said they basically stayed neutral on it for mm-hmm. the most part, which, I mean, I guess you kind of have to, to yeah, some extent. You can't say nothing until everything comes out. Yeah. Because there's probably all kinds of hearsay. Yeah. But, like I said, we talked about it a little bit, but I have yet to post like a... C.J. Alexander re- reaction because ah, whatever. What do, what do people care what we think about it? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I just want to know if it's real or killed it right or not. Yeah, it's interesting for sure. That's why people are listening to it, and I'm curious to know like what they come up with because they did say that he had admitted to it, but then they were saying that that wasn't even a real, that was fake or something. I don't know. There's so much stuff goes on about it. That's the other thing that happens when something gets that much attention. There's so much bull crap out there that mm-hmm. goes along with it. You don't even know what to believe. Both mm-hmm. ways. Yeah, uh-huh. both ways. So, anyway, we got totally sidetracked and, there. And, like, people, uh, the whole time people were saying, like, potential new world record. Like, yeah. I ain't taking nothing away from that deer because that deer was a monster. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, like, he's nowhere near a record no. um, with that common point. No, he's, they were saying, like, the number three is what he State record is what they were saying, not a world record. Man, right. I saw stuff everywhere when he first when he first killed it. Put potential new yeah. world because they just wanted to put that headline on there. Yep. Yeah, at first mm-hmm. it was, exactly but then it was about. they came to the conclusion that he's gonna be like the number three state. Yeah, which yeah. is incredible. Oh, and if it and, is poached, and, that really sucks. Yeah, correct. Like no matter if he is poached or if it was killed legal, like he he would still hold that title, but the deer would. Right. But it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. The deer. The deer. Mm-hmm. This is. To me, there's much more about the deer than the hunter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially uh, in that circumstance. Because yeah. he is. He, he's an absolute monster. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I want, I absolutely want that deer to have been killed legally. Mm-hmm. You know, um, more for the deer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And for the sake of, like, you're talking about, if he, he's going to be the third biggest buck in 
Yeah. Ohio or whatever. Yeah. Is it Ohio? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Then hopefully it was, it could stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, for the deer, it gets the recognition or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Just for that, mast, I don't know, that part of it. Mm-hmm. There was supposed to have been another one in, I think it was Virginia. Um, they were saying a guy killed it illegally. Um, and there was controversy on that one too. Did you guys see anything about that? I guess so. He was a he's a big non typical. He's supposed to have lived in a cemetery, like, I mean, like in a huge cemetery, mm. and like never leave it. Uh, but then some guy sitting behind him, you know, and he's like, "Oh yeah, he, you know, he came out and I shot him with a gun." And everybody's like, "No, you didn't," because that thing never left that cemetery. I don't yeah, know. Mm. that's the thing too, though, is like, and we talked about this with. Uh, I think it was Lathan and Wes and them, because they were talking about, I think maybe it was that deer. And anybody you know that's killed either a bunch of booners or a 200-inch deer, there's people out there that are saying they poached it. Oh, yeah. Because they had pictures jealousy. of it, and they're, they it was their deer, by God, mm-hmm. and they're jealous yeah. of what it is, so they're going to start crap about it, mm-hmm. which is a horrible way to be, because they're like, yeah. well, if I can't have it, you can't either, kind of attitude. Yeah. Now sometimes it holds water, sometimes it's legit, but a, like a lot of times it's like anybody that kills one like that, people are going to come out and say, "Well, you poached it illegally because I didn't kill him. How could you possibly have done it the right way?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it seems that way. Which that's like what Lathan was saying. If you shoot something like that, you're better off just to not even tell anybody about it for like two years, mm-hmm. and then yeah, like how do you do that? Yeah, if I shoot a 200-inch deer, they're going to know about it all over the place, probably. (laughs) (laughs) He's still going to be warm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm not that bad, but I'll definitely have it on Ridge Hunter Outdoors, you know. Kill shot not be there. I mean, yeah, it'll be (laughs) off camera. If it's on camera, you won't be able to see what's going on. It's going to be nice and blurry. Yeah. But the picture (laughs) will be posted for sure. I don't know. But we I'm also I also know I'm doing everything legally, so I'm not worried yeah. about yeah. like some jackass saying I did it illegally. Mm-hmm. Like screw them, they can say that if they want to. Yep. Hopefully the court sides with me and not them. <coughs> Nate's dying on us tonight. Man, I am. You sound better than you did. Yep. If you guys did get to meet like Michael, I know you're listening. Nate normally <laughs> doesn't sound like that. His voice was a little. He kind of sounded like he'd been smoking for forty years. Yeah, borderline like and that. had influenza and. Yeah. COVID. <laughs> yeah, COVID. Borderline like the, what was it, the Christian Bale Batman or whatever <laughs> yeah. that was. Yeah. Yep. yeah, he was trying to pretend he was Batman all weekend. No, I'm just coughing. Trying to sound like Clint Eastwood or something. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just we call coughing. you the cowboy, but you don't have to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I started smoking. That's what this is. I'm trying to, Marlboros. Trying, to, trying to live up to the cowboy persona here. He's trying to be J.B. Mooney. Yeah. <laughs> But it keeps on falling back to Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking something other than cigarettes, are we? Oh, we went down a rabbit hole. So, what was your favorite thing at the ATA? Oh, wow. That was a, that was a quick left turn there. Yeah, we had to come back because we went yeah. down, down Let's a get back on the rails here. Favorite thing at the ATA? Nate, you go first. Oh, man. I don't, I don't know. Because like, for you, I, I feel like it's probably tough, though, because it used to be so much bigger. Yeah. So I forget who even who I even asked, but I asked somebody, and they said, yeah, they say that this is 30% smaller than it was last I year. I remember hearing I think that. it was Clifford that was saying that. might have been. Clifford. It was one of the guys in the booth, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was somebody. One of that, our guys. It was or somebody, one of Clifford's guys. Somebody that we had in the booth we were talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, can you, can you imagine, like, everything you guys saw, 33% bigger, roughly, you know, um, and that's what it was last year. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's there. There would have been a whole bunch more to see. Yeah, I'll go. Okay, so <coughs> favorite thing for me was talking to some of the guys we mentioned that we kind of knew before had on the podcast and getting to actually meet them and talk to them. That's mm-hmm. cool. I like getting to do that. Actually, shake someone's hand and and yeah. talk to them face to face. But also the other people who like. Uh, that are going to be, maybe we're potentially going to work with, that were just awesome guys to, mm-hmm. like, to to be willing to work with us in some cases, and then just in other cases, like, the, the way it happened, like, the organic kind of way that it happened and talking to them and, and, like, 
Like, they're just a cool guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and meeting those kind of people, like, that was people. probably the coolest thing for me. It's the legit dudes that were there. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, why you getting to meet Nate? <laughs> I'm at the cowboy. He probably doesn't even know it. Someone should tell him. <laughs> there are a lot of really cool people there. I thought you were going to say there are a lot of posers that, no. <laughs> that act like they're Nate Burgess. <laughs> There are a lot of really cool people. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, in the industry, and most of them are genuine mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah, and it's and, and everybody started just normal. Yeah, I mean maybe like this right here. Yep. You know, it's cool too that you not even just meeting the big name people, but also the number of people there that you'd never heard of, but like they own some big company or. Mm-hmm. They know everybody. You yep. just don't mm-hmm. know them, yep. you know, and they're just, like, really cool people. Like, some guys we've had on the podcast, Rip Dickerson, for example, is one uh, of those guys that— He was who I was just thinking of when No one's ever that. heard of, but he knows everybody, and everybody knows him, and just a good salt-to-the-earth dude, mm-hmm. you know? Like, guys like that, and getting to meet those kind of people is just as cool to me. Mm-hmm. What about you? You got a favorite? You brought it up. I figured you had one on deck. No, I didn't. Oh. Uh— Shooting that prime bow, baby. Nah, I think it was just the meeting everybody was just yeah. getting the communication or the connections and mm-hmm. just meeting everybody. That's one of the coolest things that shows in general for me is mm-hmm. like, and again, not just the big name guys and even not just the guys that like I was just talking about, but also the people mm-hmm. like at the Iowa show and the Deer and Beer Fest that we do, the actual consumer or the guys that listen, meeting our listeners, or just a regular hunter that we don't even don't even know about us, meeting those kind of people too, and seeing how many, you know, just regular, normal, everyday guys that like hunting mm-hmm. love being love the outdoors like we do. Because if you get on social media or you watch the news, which I watch a lot less these days because of this reason, but you either see the crazies way out here or the crazies way out here, and you don't get to see anything of the people in the middle. Mm-hmm. That are just like normal everyday Americans, and like at these instances, love to hunt or love the outdoors, and those are the kind of people you get to meet at these shows, and it's really cool, and a little bit more. I comforting is the right word that we're not quite as crazy as we're made out to be on the news <laughs> yeah. every night, you know. But so yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, definitely the <coughs> the elk guy was pretty cool. Yep, for sure. And for ins- him to... That was insane, just sitting there, just listening to that guy. Talk. Oh, yeah. And for him just to take the time to even do that. Yeah, just go full-on like, lesson. If anybody's got a right to be just a arrogant prick about <laughs> elk calling, it's this guy, right? Yeah. Like, not that anybody has that right, but if there's anybody knocking on the door, like it's this guy, multi-world champion, called in 200-plus bulls that have been killed, but he was just... That's what he... Did you catch his little comment about that? Yeah. He said... He takes more pride in calling in the, the, the all them elk than any world championship. Mm-hmm. And for him just to take the 10 minutes or whatever to run you through a call and like, hey, you need to do this, and then like be encouraging about it, and mm-hmm. that was cool. Those are the, those are kind of things that, yeah, that I think are cool. Because there are people there, like you said, not many of them, yeah. but there are ones there that just blow you off because they're just a too big a deal. Flatlander from Illinois. Right, and... Yeah, he didn't know you from Adam. No, and he just... And I'm sure he's that way with everybody that came by and yeah, wanted he, to know about Colin. He gave, gave me his card and his number said, if you have any troubles or need, to, need some help, call me. Yeah, which is like... I ain't going to do that because he probably ain't going to remember me. I'm, yeah, but I bet if you did, he'd be like, oh, yeah. You just tell him, like, oh, hey, you know, I met you at the show. Yeah, he'd be he like, probably oh, could, yeah, but yeah. He may not remember exactly who you are, but yeah, I'm sure if he handed you that and said said that, which I heard him say that. He was like, anything you need, seriously, like, he would be all about it. And those are the kind of people that yeah. I like meeting. The the world's crappiest caller, you met him at the ATA. <laughs> oh, I know who you are. Yeah. Oh, you're that guy. You're trying to you're trying to cluck on that elk call. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. It sounds just like a turkey man. <laughs> uh, that was, yeah, that was cool. I thought maybe you would say that Matthews wasn't there. Yeah, that was a big one. That, I love that. Man, we've bashed on Matthews and PSE so far. You guys got anything else you want to bash on? Um, <laughs> We're looking for partners, by the way. So <laughs> uh, if you know, if you guys are looking for a podcast <laughs> or a TV show, just let us know. Well, a YouTube show. 
Uh, yeah, it's that. fine. This is how you know, though. We're gonna be honest with you guys about what we like. And I don't. Really, if we don't like them, by God, we ain't partnering with them. <laughs> yeah. And if we don't like them, they're not partnering with us because they probably heard about us not liking them. <laughs> yeah, we're not one of them fakers. We're definitely uh, not that. I think yeah. that's a big thing too, though. Like that's that's the problem I have with a lot of like these big names in the industry, like. Oh, we're this year, we're such and such. This is the greatest product you can ever have. And all, yeah, everyone oh, needs yeah. to get this. Mm-hmm. The next year, they're shooting the complete opposite. Oh, this is the greatest thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it always has been. Yeah, yeah. Right. it always has right. been. And I've heard people like that have done that and made the transition from one, like for whatever reason. Maybe they lost a partnership with somebody or maybe they just went a different direction. Like, mm-hmm. and okay, they were using like this tree stand or shooting this bow or riding these four wheelers or whatever it is. And now they're using these ones. Like, they have been upfront honest about it. Like, we really liked these ones. Now we're working with these guys because we really like these ones too. Mm-hmm. They're all great products. Mm-hmm. We're working with and, them now. You know what I mean? And that's not, we're not bashing on Matthews because they suck. Um, <laughs> but, okay, in my opinion, they we do. We don't shoot them because they suck. <laughs> no, it's just, they just don't fit our style and what we like. Like, I mean, yeah. they fit somebody else, but they don't fit Absolutely. The, what, how we like to shoot. Like, yeah, Matthew, or Nate hates PSE for some reason, but. I yeah. like them. They don't. They aren't bad. They're. Yeah. They all, Everyone makes a great bow nowadays. That's the thing. There's so oh, yeah. many. That, yeah. that's true. Like, that's true. There's so many good products. Yeah. And no matter what you go great with, bow. it's like you're saying. You find what works for you. Yeah. What fits? You need to shoot what fits you. Personal mm-hmm. preference. What do you like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you looking for? Mm-hmm. And then that goes to all products too, and which is mm-hmm. something that we were talking about too. Though, like if you find a really good product. And then they have like really good customer service, mm-hmm. or you can talk to a real person about it. Like mm-hmm. then this, this speaks then, English. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then that make as their first language, <laughs> then that makes a huge difference. Also. Yeah. Like, that's that's where it's at. But yeah, there's we're not we're not just bashing them because they're like the worst bow ever made. We just like bashing it because it's funny. Cause <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people that get really up butt hurt about it. Yeah. Well, they like I think it's funny to kind of rag on. Whether I like it or not, anything with like a cult following. Oh, yeah. goodness. <laughs> so, like the saddle thing, like uh, Alex and them from Georgia, those boys, like they love their saddles, right? And like you messed with one, there, there's nothing wrong with them. Like, is there things about them that I think would be a little different for sure? But I, I've never met, I always say this, anybody that uses them that says anything bad about them. But at the same time, it's fun to bash on them because they have such a cult following. Mm hmm. And like all these people use them, and I uh, just get them riled up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Nothing I, like just in good fun. If I'd spent six hundred dollars on like a diaper, you wouldn't say anything bad thing about it look, either. A thing that looks like a pair of underwear with straps on it and some. Sticks. I'm gonna hear about this when Alex is gonna text me <laughs> yeah. after this one. Six hundred dollars for a diaper <laughs> for four little bitty sticks, you know. And, yep, and that's like, not gonna get you the platform yet. And like a platform that's as big as a hat. Yeah, uh-huh. you know. Did you see that? I think it was Novix or maybe his XOP that stand that hang on stand that's no bigger than <laughs> the your little hand. bitty thing. Why would you want to sit in there? Like, okay, that thing comes into from the side or something smaller you, than this dang you, chair. You can't turn around and move it. No, thing. no. I mean, yeah, I can understand being lightweight and all that stuff, but you got to have some room to turn around and move. Yeah, that's the name of it, though. It's lightweight, mobile, mobile, because that's a big fad right now. That's and I get it. You know what else is a fad? Sitting in a big hard blind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, yep. the, that's the part of the fad that I want to get behind. <laughs> that's right. Eating that's little Debbie. Cr- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Gosh, I just saw another one of those memes the other day, like playing this hit all day. This is just 10 a.m. I've drank all my sodas. I've ate all my snacks. I've ate my lunch. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, that's me. It, that would be me, especially in those hard blinds. Man, I'm just, like I've been sitting in that one of Dusty's there that they've got the last few times I've been hunting. Like I, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I know I told you guys. If you close the windows on that thing, like it doesn't even feel like you're hunting. Like you're just sitting watching deer on a screen, basically. They have yep. no idea you're there. Yep. It if you got a little heater in there, it'd be warm. They're not gonna smell you. They're not gonna smell you. They're not gonna hear you. But and, but I got no problem with guys hunting out of the blind either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yep. I don't know. I would love to do it. Me too. Clifford's hard blinds are awesome. I'd yeah. love to have one at some point. I I, d- I will have one at some point. I just can't <coughs> can't afford it. Right. Out of the price range right now. Right. If you're like, if that's in your, if you're looking at that though, that's in your budget. Like in all honesty, Clifford's are. They're honestly, they're like one of the better priced ones too. 
Oh, yeah. And best one of the better quality ones I've been in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, we're not just saying this because like we're going to be working with them. The, like that's legit. That's like, why we're like, working. With we them. all bought our rate blinds before we were partnering exactly. with them. Exactly. So long before. That's worth. Yeah. That's worth something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, like his windows, like the opening system was slick. Yeah. And quiet. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like how you like you can't get any water in there, and if there's any water. That would like leak through the gaskets or anything. Mm-hmm. Like he's already got the the additional stuff made to where it's just gonna run right back out. Yep. You know, like uh, I'm not gonna give away his secrets because it's pretty slick. You mm-hmm. know, everybody don't need to know it. But like, right. he, uh, there was a lot of thought went into you know how you can build them. the windows are customizable. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You want you want two right. hor- two horizontal windows here and then a vertical window. You know, I mean. Or, or all one or all the other, you do whatever you want. Yeah, a rifle blind or a hunt or a bow blind. Yeah. yeah. And the way they're insulated and everything is better than mm-hmm. any of the other ones I've been in. Mm-hmm. Like that. Are the are the rednecks insulated or are they just a shell? They've got this that stuff on them this right black. here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or like what's on the ceiling up here. How how thick is it? Can you tell? It's almost exactly like that. Maybe a tiny bit thicker. Yeah. What's yeah. the three sixty? They're supposed to be really warm. I don't mm-hmm. know. I haven't been in one of them. Yep, that's one I haven't been in. So like I said, the ones at Clifford's, probably the best one I've been in. There's some I haven't <laughs> been in. And they put like, go together super easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we had that one together. We took it apart, hauled it out, and they put it together. You guys put it together in the box trailer. And mm-hmm. how much time? Like 10, ten minutes, maybe yeah, ten, 15. Ten. Couldn't we have had, been more than that. Yeah. That was, And we we had problems because we couldn't see because once... It was dark had, in there. Now, yeah. yeah, that was three or four guys. Yeah. Correct. Those three, and guys. we had one of the panels upside down, so that's what took another five yeah. minutes. But I feel like two guys could have that thing together. Yeah, and granted, me and Blake didn't have any idea what we were doing. Right. You know, yeah, we never been around it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the assembly part. So yeah, like the other guys were just telling us what to do, but they slide right together. Mm-hmm. The top slides on them. The way that top fits over, you got like a three inch slip all the way around. Yep. You know, I mean, nothing's gonna get in there. Yeah, they're they're. And about it, as sweet as a hard blind, a hard sided blind that I've seen. But they're mm-hmm. just a little bigger, where I could have an air mattress in there. <laughs> yeah, you'd never leave. What's mm-hmm. wrong with the recliner? You, you could put you, a recliner in there. If you could, did you see his are, eyes are light you? up? <laughs> All right. So hang on, hang on. All right, <laughs> the wheels are turning no, for now. For real, you couldn't fit a recliner through the door. Uh, yeah, you but, could. Mm, I could get one in there. You uh, could build it around. That's what I was going to say. I know where you're going. So, Base. Yes. <laughs> Recliner. Recliner. <laughs> Panels. <laughs> Rough. Yep. I knew the wheels were spinning. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna find a way to get one uh, in there. Yes. It might be a little tight for the cameraman, well, but we'll figure so it out. Electric fireplace. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Kaylee. <laughs> Nate's about to have a nice big credit card debt. Yeah. Yeah. That's your new man cave, just a recliner oh my and a blind. Gosh. You could put a little well, you could put your phone up or a iPad or something, watch TV on it if you had mm-hmm. signal. Close windows, they'd never hear you. You could watch the Packers beat the crap out of the Cowboys. Booyah! <laughs> It'd be awesome. Oh, man. Talking about that, there's a couple of people at work that are big Cowboys fans. Dude, yesterday I walked in and I saw those guys. I said, how about them Cowboys? And they just go, oh! <laughs> how about them Dude, Cowboys? Dude, I made them mad just instantly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, Me and Winter, we got a buddy that went down, two, two buddies that went down there. They left in the middle of the third quarter. They were so mad. They spent, it was either, where they were, it's like $1,000 a ticket, and they left in the middle of the third. Ouch. I don't care how bad they're getting beat. I'm staying until the end oh, of the game. Oh, yeah. But, Crazy. Oh, I was loving it. Yeah. <laughs> it made Crazy. me so happy. Anyway, you could watch that game in the blind. Yeah. And it, if you guys want to check these out, like, he's going to be at a bunch of shows coming up. Like, if you're in Pennsylvania, he's going to be at that great big show out there. NWTF. He's going to be at NWTF. Uh, he's going to be at the Iowa show, mm-hmm. which is we're going to be there as well. I mentioned it on the last one. Our booth is A20 or 0A20 or something like that. It's in same, the same spot as last year. The A Hall will be instead of where we were at right by the escalators, like where the optics guys were, we're in that section now. We're that spot now. So we just moved up a row. Gotcha. So, but yeah, we're right there by the targets and everything, the shooting. Corner booth. Ooh. Yes, corner booth. Yeah. Like. Almost by the escalators where you go up to see the trophies, the trophy display, uh, the ah, the big buck display or whatever it is. That's so. what I'm excited for about that place. What's that? The big buck displays. Oh, yeah. It's you, unreal. You, you don't even know. Yeah, so it's going to make me want to move to Iowa even more. Yes. The 140s in that room look like that young buck that I've got hanging out there. Like so it's going to make me shot. feel bad about myself. 
I mean, I mean to some extent. Yeah. <laughs> but can't wait. Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's another it's, thing. It's the greatest bad feeling you're going to have. Yes. It was crazy talking to the amount of Iowa people up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they all kill like 170s every year. Oh, yeah. My gosh. And like uh, Chad talking about all of his neighbors, you know, mm-hmm. they, like they all are the big guys on TV mm-hmm. and they have control of like 20,000 acres. Yeah. You know, if you want, that's deer heaven. Yeah, that that's it. That's deer hunting heaven. They're yeah. passing one seventies, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And if don't it, and don't even really feel bad about it. No, if that deer is not five and a half years old, he's not going to die. Or one eighty. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. Unless they don't have something shot on like January tenth. Yeah. Unless then that five year old that's one fifty is probably going to die. Unless there's like a twelve year old kid that happens to be hunting for the first time. Right. <laughs> that's probably the only. It's situation. But yeah, and it's still going to be a five year old deer. Yeah. You know. But yeah, that's that's where you get those kind of deer that are in that display up at Iowa. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll be back there. We're gonna have. I might not come back. <laughs> that's fine. We'll get you some ground up there. You can stay with. I know someone you can stay with. Just a little bit east of there. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, now. <laughs> I'm walking back before I do that. <laughs> Just a little bit north and east of there. A little bit northeast of Des Moines. You can stay with that guy. <coughs> funny you know where he lives yeah well you know there's certain people that you know they just wish you didn't but it's a it's gonna be a good time we're gonna have fall pursuit stuff up there we'll have of course the ridge hunter stuff we'll do a podcast from the show like we always do we're gonna have stuff from our partners as well so i'm gonna have some grandpa ray stuff there we'll have some information for rodney so if there's anybody at the show that wants to know anything about what they got going on uh, if anything else is official on partnerships by then, we'll have that stuff too. But hopefully Blake gets to go with us. We'll see how that works out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully so. Dad said he's going again. Mm-hmm. Jeff, if he's not working, hopefully he'll get to go. So if, I mean, we may have five guys up there in the booth this year. Mm-hmm. Which at that show too, it's like walk around as much <laughs> as we want. Like let the ATA, we're really there to help Clifford. So yeah. we kind of limit our walking around. Yeah, We did get to see everything. I mean, that was there basically, but. At Iowa, it's like I'm, you're there to meet people, so you can walk around and, mm-hmm. and meet people. Yep, see the sights. Actually, study some booths and talk to people. Oh yeah, which that's the thing I do like. I've probably said this on here about being in the the side hall, because I think we still get as many people because everybody's going to go look at the trophies. Unless, oh yeah, unless they just for some reason they don't want to go up the escalators, right? Mm-hmm. So we still get to see as many people. But it's also not like herding cattle through the aisles like it is in the main hall. Mm-hmm. Like the first year we were there. Even if you wanted to talk to somebody, they felt like they had to be rushed through because they were holding up a line or mm-hmm. there's people backed up behind them. Now, in the side hall, though, it's like there's times where it's like that. Most of the time, it's just a steady flow mm-hmm. of a manageable number of people. Mm-hmm. And you can talk to them. And, yeah. Now, we'll be able to talk to, like, the other exhibitors and stuff. We'll go in 10 minutes early or whatever, and we can talk to whoever we want to or hang out a little bit after, that kind of thing. But hmm. So we get to do that, too. And there's, I mean... There's a ton of all the names there, too. It's not quite like the ATA where everybody's there, but a lot of the Iowa guys are. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Iowa guys will be there. Yeah. thing about the ATA, everyone's there for business, though, so it's exactly. kind of hard to really bug them about some, mm-hmm. some stuff. Exactly. Yeah, the the, the big, Iowa's more about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Those big guys did have meetings the whole time. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it is a business-minded show where, you know, the, the Iowa Classic, Illinois Classic, all that stuff, it's just... It's just guys. It's know. a consumer show, yeah. Yeah. It's for the consumer to, to meet those people, talk to them, tell them their hunting stories or whatever, mm-hmm. see you know, see some products, but and, mm-hmm. and buy stuff at show price discounts and things like that. But <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. There wasn't many. You better take it. There was no deals being had. At I might ATA. have to get a one-ton if we're going <laughs> to take Blake up there with us. Yeah. Or get I might a 16-foot enclosed trailer or something. No. <laughs> my dad's got 24-footer. Oh, man. There I'm you go. Fill her up. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have the whole, somebody's whole booth bought out. Yeah. He'll be going by the Matthews booth buying them out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we were by the Hoyt booth one year, so there's some bow companies up there. They don't. Mm-hmm. There's only a couple places where you can shoot, but... So it's not like every bow company doesn't have where you can shoot their bows right there. But, yeah, it's it's a big show. It's 
one of the best consumer shows there is. Mm-hmm. For whitetail deer, it's this the show. Um, G five came with a new broadhead that was up there at the ATNA. And I, ATN, I didn't see it. Did they? It was a two blade. Two blade, like uh, it's like the Rage Tripan, but it's G fives. It still mm. opens the same way as the others. Yep. Hmm. I know. Well, we talked about it a little bit. I think Dudley's coming out with a broadhead. Really? I that's what I kind of read into. I was hoping to see. The, He's never actually said it, but I was hoping to see the Bomars broadhead there, but they didn't have it there. Yeah. I'm curious to see how that works. Yeah. But I still like a three blade. I do like three blades. I like the whole mm-hmm. first the slit hole thing, you know. And I feel like there's less room for de- deflection uh. with the three blades. It should bite better most of the time. But again, I say this every time we talk about broadheads or arrows. I've killed them with about everything you kill them with, and I've lost them with about everything you could lose them with. Three blade, two blade, expandables, fixed blade, light arrows, heavy arrows, whatever the heck you want to talk about, high poundage, low poundage, I've killed them with it and I've lost them with it. Mm-hmm. Like that's another thing where it comes down to like even like whatever you have confidence in, shoot it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even though we like to bash on everything. Yeah. Like, like we can go back and forth about like me shooting the five fifties and you, you shooting the twigs, but <laughs> yeah. like it's just personal preference. Mm-hmm. It's what you like. <coughs> yeah, that's the one thing that bugs me about certain people is they're like, "This is the way to do it. It's the only way to do it, and you should do it. And if you don't, you're stupid." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want to have a different opinion, that's fine. If you want to express your different opinion, that's fine. But don't act like I'm an idiot because I don't have the same opinion as you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially when we're talking about an arrow flying at a deer. And they're all at like 280 foot a second plus. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And once you get up there in that higher, like yeah. 550s, you're going to be in like the 260s or something like that. Yeah. Now, do I want to shoot at 20 yards and have to aim, you know, four inches high? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Like, I mean, there's it's a point where I think it is stupid. I just like the <laughs> fact know, that like, on my speed... <clears throat> um. It's it's making up. It's compensating for if something happens where he runs out, like high rise, like this year, mm-hmm. twenty five yards is where my pin was set, and he takes off running. Then mm-hmm. I think it was like thirty four, and mm-hmm. my pin still set at twenty five. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean that helped me a bunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean if I'm shooting a heavy slow boat arrow, I'm I'm missing that deer. Yeah. And that's like I am not stupid heavy like at yeah. Five, between 5 and 550, I'm not even 100% sure what it is. But, like, even that, I can, like I was telling you guys earlier, I can shoot the 25-yard pin up to 30 and not be too low. I could shoot it at 35 and hold a little high and be fine. But, like, you're talking, like, 800-plus grains of arrow. That's, <coughs> to me, yeah. that's when you're, if you're within reason, whatever. But, like, I don't know. We're not trying to shoot a Cape Buffalo. <laughs> right. That's a whole different podcast, though. We're trying to shoot something that it doesn't take too much to get through them. And they react really, really, really fast themselves. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's and why I like the 80-pound 80 80 pound bow. And most of the time, they're that's not even hearing the bow. Like, if they're hearing the arrow itself, that's what they're hearing. Oh, that's another thing. If you see, if you watch the slow-mo, that deer that I shot, you can, like, see it looking. The buck? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it on the, I was watching those videos this past weekend, and you can hear him, and he's, he perks when you hear you, mm-hmm. when he hears you draw. Yep. But no, I mean, when the arrow's coming. Oh. Like, he's looking. Oh. And there was another video of a doe that I saw. I forget whose it was. I think it was a doe. But, like, you could see her arrows, like, her, her eyes, like, tracking. Mm-hmm. The arrow? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How wild is that? He's like, wow, what is that? Which some people think that, like, after a certain point, because when you get out there where they can't hear the bow, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, sometimes they do see the arrow, and they're actually reacting to that. Yeah, Which a lot of sense. out west guys say that yeah. they see it, and then they start reacting. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because they are crazy. Well, the arrow, even flying it, even if you're shooting something stupid like 360 feet a second, you can still see it. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're at 40, 50 yards. Like, you're going to see it coming at you. You know Especially I mean? with a light and knock. Exactly. But, you guys got anything else from anything we missed? I think we pissed off the Matthews people again. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I really if you guys shoot Matthews, just send us a message. We don't really mean it. We don't hate you guys. <laughs> Just not our speed. I Too really slow. enjoyed Red Robin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the that was endless good. fries. Yep. I got I got the guys from up at Iowa who'd never been to St. Louis. For anybody that listens that's from St. Louis, I made them try toasted rav. 
it was good as always. That's that's if you're not from there, if you've never really been there and ate, you gotta try it. I tried to get them to go to the hill to eat some Italian food, but they wanted steak, so we ate at Tucker's the first night. That was good, but I forgot what booth it was. But I was walking by it, and they had they were handing out ale eights. And no was, way. Yeah, and I got plum excited. Did I you bet. get one? Yeah. Oh, man. I got nice. one. You didn't tell me? Well, no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm selfish. <coughs> you had your AL8s, Pursuit Channel, had free beer a couple nights, so I was happy. Yep. <laughs> and hat. We got free hat. Yeah, out. we did. Oh, man, I was in love then. The one gal came over the first night, and she was like, hey, they got, uh, we're hand- giving away free beer and free food over there at, at the pursuit channel and i was like really she goes yeah it's like you can go get one i was like are you sure yeah it's free okay it's my favorite color <laughs> me and rodney went over there and indulged a little bit then we went friday night got a hat blake borderline fell in love <laughs> oh my three pretty women <laughs> oh my you're gonna get me in trouble <laughs> you said i fell in love nothing about you that's true not my. They were not my type. I'll yeah. put it that way. Amanda's your type, right? Exactly my type. <laughs> Has been for mm, eleven years. Good save. Yes, I almost missed the year mark there. Okay, let's end it there before we all get in trouble. How about that? I'm good. I'm not gonna get in trouble. That's right. Yeah, I forget. One of these days, though, you'll understand. Maybe. All right. That's all we got for this week. <laughs> Appreciate you guys tuning in. Maybe we'll talk about Blake's love life on a different episode. Deer season's over. It is. Deer season's over. We're running out of stuff to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. Hope you guys had a good year. Appreciate you tuning in this season. Make sure you keep an eye out for next year. Uh, We'll see you on the next one. Mm Mm-hmm.